Hey y'all, The Fallen Podcast is an Augusta University and Georgia Cyber Center production. Thanks for tuning in. Things are about to get wild. Augusta University presents In the Wild, the podcast for all things Augusta University. With this week's Quick Jag, here's your host, Rayshawn Ricks. What's up, y'all? Welcome to In the Wild. We are in our second episode of the semester, and it is time for us to announce our new, amazing, outstanding, funny co-host for the semester. She is from the whole College of Business, and I am super excited to be talking with her all semester. So give a big, warm, general welcome to Miss Courtney Parker. Hi. What's up? How's it going? What's going on? I'm good. How are you? I am great. I am happy to have you here sitting next to me and just to have you around for this semester. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. This is literally day one for you. Day one. And we threw you right in. Super excited. A little nervous. We threw you right in, which is, I think, a first. I think for a lot of our other interns and co-hosts, we kind of gave them like a day or maybe two. But for you, it was like... No, I'm front row. Uh, yep. Come, <laughs> like, come on in to the studio because we're gonna we're gonna get it done so i'm excited to have you here how was how was your first day so far um it's pretty good i've seen a couple different locations we're on health sciences we're on cyber it's a great break from somerville so oh yeah enjoying the scenery um and i'm enjoying the content i really love marketing and digital so it's been fun interviewing the guests we're happy to have you and especially behind the scenes because you seem really cool and you know we've been kikiing all day with <laughs> stuff so i feel like this is going to be a great semester. So what is something that our audience, our listeners should know about you? Well, I'm fun. I like to play games. I like to give students the chance to express themselves and just basically broaden the student experience for students. Um, I do that a lot through games and just having a good time. I feel you. I feel you on that. What is something that people often get wrong about you? Like what do they wrongfully assume about you funny this is so weird so strange people assume i'm from the north really i'm from new york or something something just completely off yeah (laughs) it's weird i don't know maybe i sound like it i'm not sure (laughs) why did or did they ever give you any like reason or explanation behind that yeah they say they say like oh you're not from around here are you and i'm yeah i am (laughs) (laughs) they say well you just sound different you move different i don't know maybe from another world like sure (laughs) yeah yeah maybe it works (laughs) for me people often assume i think i may have said this before on the podcast but people often assume one that i am an extrovert i am very not okay i'm very introverted i love my solitude i like I do. I'm not antisocial. And I think that's what people often assume about introverts in general. Like, oh, they hate having to interact with people. Mm-hmm. I don't hate interacting with people. But when my social battery is burnt out, I need to go recharge. Right. Like my social battery is very small. I uh, say it already starts off low. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it's, it's very, it's very small, very short. And then when, when I'm done, I just need to be alone to recharge. But when my social battery is full, like I can, I can, I can come off that way sometimes, especially with the job and career that I'm in. It requires me to, to be out in front of people often. Let me see. There's any 
anything else that people often get wrong about me. Can I say something? Okay. People assume that I can sing really? like a canary. People assume I can sing so well. Can't hold a note at all. People say, oh, you sound like you, you might sound like Jill Scott. Okay, Absolutely Jill Scott. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely not. People often think that I'm from Augusta mm-hmm. and I am not. I just, I think because I'm an alum and I'm pretty engaged, people assume like, oh, he's just seemed like this all of his life. And I'm like, no, I came to Augusta in 2013, which is crazy to think that it's almost been a decade. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I came here as a student and just stuck around after I graduated. People often often assume those things. It's like, nope, I am from a very small country town over two hours away from Augusta. Before I knew about Augusta University, I didn't even step foot to Augusta. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I say we're here now. We love it. Here now. We're loving it. You're in your senior year, right? Yes, sir. How do you feel about walking across that stage? Graduating. There's pressure, you know, there's a new job market. Yeah. There's a new world. It's constantly changing, but I'm super excited. I feel like I have the tools. Part of the business college. Shout out to Hall. Whoop whoop. (laughs) (laughs) I do have the tools to succeed and be vigilant and prosperous in my career, honestly. I'm so happy that you said that. But to get us started with your first like official segment, we have the jungle report. So diving right into what's happening happening with the latest at Augusta University. First thing is really cool for me as an employee. So for y'all who have not heard already, Augusta University employees are invited to Six Flags Corporate Night. So on Friday, September 9th, everyone is invited to go to Six Flags out in Austell, Georgia, you know, the Atlanta area to their corporate night, which is an exclusive limited attendance event. So yeah, if you couldn't go to Six Flags over the summer because it's been too hot or it's been too busy, you can go for $40 plus tax and that includes park admission free parking and a free return ticket to attend the holiday in the park 2023 so that'll be really fun i'm trying to find some folks that can um carpool because mm-hmm. i'm not a fan of driving anywhere but yeah if y'all got a little uh employee badge and you were trying to take a little ride <laughs> <laughs> let me know we can take off that day and have a great time um courtney what do you have all right so we have the college of education has been renamed to the College of Education and Human Development. So this new name dropped in spring 2020 and it has been unanimously approved by the COA Assembly in July. It was approved by the University System of Georgia and AU. So we do have a new name and over the coming weeks we'll see new branding and digital presence. That's exciting. I don't know. This university has grown in so many ways so seeing things like this always gets me like just proud to be a part of Jaguar Mm -hmm. Nation so I can be one of the old future old heads to be like, I remember when it was just the college of education. Right. <laughs> I mean, I've even enjoyed seeing a campus like no other rollout. Yeah. Um, the digitals and the graphics behind that are incredibly nice. So I'm excited for this one. Yes. So shout out to Dean Wilson and everyone over at the College of Education and Human Development. Another thing that I think is very interesting, and I was able to talk to the provost about this when we had our wild side chat at the fall faculty kickoff, but Augusta University has launched the Faculty Inclusive Excellence Initiative, which is really cool, which is something that has been led by our provost, Dr. McKinnon, and with faculty from the offices of diversity and inclusion and faculty affairs to create this new initiative, which is designed to establish a comprehensive and holistic strategy for hiring and advancing underrepresented faculty within the certain disciplines and professions. Um, And we were talking about this earlier, Courtney. So have you ever had a professor that that 
looks like you as one of your professors. I have. It has been two professors, Dr. Williams and Dr. Roberts, who both I support and love dearly. They're great. I would take their classes again if I could. I've just taken them all at this point. (laughs) (laughs) But it's really great to see the Office of Diversity and Inclusion implement, you know, more diversity within the professors. I think a lot of other students will appreciate seeing professors that look like them as well. Yeah, I know when I always say I know, but (laughs) remembering when I was a student, I also had Dr. Williams shout out to her. But besides her, I don't think I had a black male as a professor. Mm -hmm. Can't remember. I remember seeing some in different areas and disciplines. But yeah, I never had someone that really looked exactly like me teach me, even though I have had different professors of different races and backgrounds and cultures. And I've learned a lot from them, which has been really great because I don't think it was until college where I wanted or I found a value in stepping outside of my bubble in that sense when it mm-hmm. comes to culture. So shout out to all of my professors. Well, maybe not some of them, but y'all know, y'all know who y'all <laughs> Enough are. Enough of them. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think it, it would be really cool to be able to look at, in my mind, like the program website, and then you see this team of faculty, whether it is in your college or higher up in leadership in different uh, academic units or places, and these people look like you, right? And you have that, that sense of uh, a sense of community, I guess, mm-hmm. because the university does have, uh, or at least for black men, they have AAMI, African American Male Initiative, which has been really great and been like flourishing over the past couple of years. I remember when it got started and it was very small uh, concentration of students, but it has grown a lot. So they're building a community, especially within students and student life. With this initiative, I would love to see that spread to the faculty. Yes, of course. I'm super excited to see how they implement it. Um, faculty and staff, I've known, I've only seen a few of different, you know, cultures. And I feel like bringing different cultures to the university can also bring different learning methods. And not everything applies to the same type of student. So we shouldn't all have the same type of teacher as well. Exactly. I think having a diverse group, especially in in every sense of diversity, right? We're not just Mm -hmm. talking about race, but diversity of thought, diversity of experiences could definitely make more well-rounded, competitive students once they graduate. Yeah. Well, that was that was it. That was this is your first one. How do you feel? I'm pretty I'm pretty I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know I yet. Don't know, I don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know yet, but it's been pretty fun. I like it. Okay. Well, for everyone listening, stay tuned. We'll be right back to talk about some more really cool things happening with the university because look, y'all, this summer a lot has been going on and we're trying to catch y'all up with everything. So, stay tuned and Courtney and I will be right back. Hey, Jag Nation, the 19th annual Augusta U Brew and Q, hosted by Augusta University's Somerville Alumni Society, is scheduled for 5.30 p.m. on Friday, October 7th at the D. Douglas Barnard Jr. Amphitheater on the Somerville campus. The event kicks off Parent and Family Weekend, and all proceeds benefit undergraduate student scholarships. Sconyers Barbecue will provide dinner, while Bodega Cat is set to come back for live entertainment. The barbecue is fun for all ages with a kids' zone and fireworks show at dusk to bring Jaguar Nation and the community together for a night of camaraderie and support for our students. Tickets are $20 in advance and $25 at the gate and can be purchased online at augusta.edu slash alumni slash bbq. Special thanks to our signature sponsor, Health Center Credit Union. See you there. 
Welcome back, y'all, to In the Wild, and joining me for a very special episode. I feel like this is an extension of our season premiere because the excitement is still going. We have, he's new on campus, a new JAG. He is the Dean of AU Online and our Associate Provost. So give a warm JAG welcome to Dr. Mark Austin. How's it going? It's great. Nice to be here, uh, Rayshawn. This is a great opportunity. We're excited to have you. Diving right in, can you tell us a little bit about how you came to be a part of JAG Nation? Sure. Uh, well, gosh, it must have been a year ago, I was approached by a number of folks who said, you know, you really should check out this Augusta University. I'm like, okay, maybe I'll take a look. I, I hadn't heard of Augusta before, certainly the city, but not the university. And I was sitting there in George Mason University building programs, creating new opportunities for students to complete their degrees online, and also just thinking about innovation in general. And I got a chance to come down and, and meet with folks here. Uh, met uh, our new provost, uh, McKinnon, I think about a year in seat at that point, and he had a lot of great ideas. And so for me, it was like, wow, a, a really cool opportunity to build something from scratch. You don't get those kinds of opportunities very often, especially coming from George Mason, where our focus was uh, on access and affordability at same mission here uh, at the university. And um, gosh, I just was excited about the vision. Where are you from originally? God, that's a good question. I grew up in <laughs> Seattle, Washington. Oh, uh, nice. So a different coast. But I also spent about, I'd say, three years in Tallahassee, Florida. So I had a little sense of what the South was like when uh, when I came to Augusta. And, you know, just all of those old memories, in fact, of my life in Tallahassee came back when I visited. So for me, it's like kind of a return uh, to the South, but mostly in uh, in Seattle, Washington, and then Philly and all over the country. Nice. So how does the summer here compare to the summers in those other can places? I, can I tell you, everyone has told me, prepare, Mark. It's going to be like brutal. It's going to be so hot. I'm like, actually, Washington, D.C. is hotter and really? more humid and more dense. I see you shaking your head. Yeah, it's like it's it's built in a swamp. Mm-hmm. So it actually has a heavier feel to it. And so for me, this is great. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think you're one of the first people not from around here to, to say something like that. I, I figured that. Because yeah. everyone says, oh, prepare yourself. But And it's been hot. But it's nothing. Like Washington, D.C., for whatever reason, in the summertime is just mm. happy to be here. Note to self, don't go to Washington, D.C. during the summer. That's when all the (laughs) tourists arrive and then they figure it out. Yeah. So what did you think about campus the first time you got here? I didn't know what to expect, right? Okay. Um, I, you know, I had a vision of it. And then I think I, my first view was of the main campus. And I remember sitting in particular on the porch of the admissions office uh, with Dr. Davies talking about admissions, enrollment, looking across the campus thinking, wow, this is a really cool campus, sort of the, the old and new. And then, and then I discovered, oh my gosh, there's a whole nother campus in health yeah. science. And I was like driving across, I think it was a like Calhoun freeway or something. And someone pointed out and said, look, that's also Augusta. And I'm like, really? It's much, much bigger than I thought. So I think my first impression was, I thought it was a small university. And then <laughs> take a look, it's actually huge. Yeah. There are small campuses all, well, not so small, but campuses all around the city. So how has it been your first couple weeks, first yeah. few months here? Yeah. Uh, well, busy, first I suppose. Off, I've loved it. I've loved it. I mean, it, like every minute of it. So, you know, you come from a, a busy, high-paced, uh, very intense environment in Washington, D.C. Everyone is fighting the traffic, fighting, you know, everything. Politics are what we do in Washington, so it's always political. So it's really nice to come to a smaller environment uh, where people have been incredibly supportive. I mean, when I say incredibly supportive, like surprising the level of support that I've had so far. So I feel like I've acclimated pretty well. I brought in a couple of uh, new colleagues uh, to be part of AU Online. I know you met a few of them, and I've now gotten the tour down. So I kind of know where to take people around town and okay. get a sense of the place. And uh, love Augusta and the people of, uh, of the university 
at the university are just so welcoming and I feel very supported. So you mentioned that you were actually surprised about the support that you got. Yeah. So what was the most surprising thing? Like what made you be so surprised? I don't know. It's like, I, I'm, I'm going to be really honest with you. I, like every door I open that I normally find closed or difficult to open, there's like a present behind it where someone <laughs> says, yeah, we can do that. So for example, the faculty, I'll sit down in a meeting and I'll, you know, I'll prepare myself for, okay, we're going to go online. It's going to be a new thing. I know you didn't do this when you were an undergraduate. I know you didn't do it when you were a graduate. This is a new world. And the, the, the present is, no, no, we'd like to try this. You know, it was, we did it kind of on our own during COVID and now we'd like your help to do it the right way and, you know, figure out how to do it even better. And that's a, that's a gift because normally my meetings are a little bit more contentious. <laughs> So it's been great that way. That's interesting, especially considering with the pandemic, everything was kind of forced to right. have these virtual experiences, online classes. So could you tell us a little bit about how AU Online will be different from just taking sure. an online class? Yeah, there's a lot of building that we have to do, right? So I think you made the right reference, forced online. You know, when, you, when you're forced to do something, it's one thing, but when you're supported in doing something fully, it's going to be a different experience from a faculty perspective and for the student perspective. I think online learning has come a long way. It's not really innovative in the traditional sense any longer. It's incremental innovation, meaning it's a it's a move of, of our operational core to something new. Uh, so I think our experience for students and faculty will be very high quality. So you're going to walk into an online room, you know, where everything is much more video, much more simulation, much more learning object. So it'll be engaging, number one. I mean, that's really the hard part in online learning is, you you know, you're sitting in front of a tube and you're trying to get someone engaged. That's it's hard enough to do in a classroom, but much less a screen. So that's A, right? B is the support structure. Because as students, we know it's hard to navigate any university. But imagine yourself as an online student where you can't walk across campus and go talk to someone about, you know, XYZ issue that you're having or support that you need. So you have to kind of go to one place. I think, uh, you know, when I talk with my team about what we're going to do next, we're going to get the courses produced in a way that's high quality. But the real, I think, secret sauce, if you will, is that student experience. Uh, working with Stan Singleton about, you know, how do we get students supported in this online modality, which could teach us a lot about supporting students in general across Augusta University. So how do you plan to create these high quality experiences mm -hmm. online? Or what well, are your thoughts, at least? Yeah, no, I think a lot of it is uh, best practice. So we've done this before. I mean, we, we've created course, every university is trying to create courses. So there are now a lot of best practices in terms of structure, design, uh, how you think about the entire degree as a whole when you map it out so that you're going from one course to the next course. And it's not exactly like Netflix, but you <laughs> kind of can't wait to get to the next course. Like that, that's the thing that, that we're learning how to do and we've learned how to do. So for us, we're going to be relying on some external perspectives uh, folks who've done this a million times for other universities that'll come in and help us build the foundation. And then from there, we're going to bring in a, a team, train them over time to be able to support all of the colleges in, in building online. It's really interesting. I guess, can you talk a little bit about the the launch? I think we're set for next year, correct? Yeah, that's right. So we've got a lot of building to do, as I mentioned. There's a, you know, got to figure out which courses and which programs. And one of the most important things 
when we're doing that is figuring out, okay, what do students want, right? So we have to pick areas that are of high demand for students, but also really importantly, where's the demand for an employer, right? So mm. if you get a degree, you know, you got to make sure that when you graduate someone, there's a job on the other side or advancement on the other side. So a lot of what we're doing is figuring out where the student demand and the labor market workforce demand is located. That's Those two things have to kind of fit together. So our plan is to identify somewhere between three to five programs that we would launch uh, this fall. Uh, we haven't quite figured, we're, we're honing in on what those what those are. I, I probably can't tell you what they are right just yet since we haven't fully figured it out. But our hope is to launch those in the fall of, of this year. And what that means is whenever you build programs, you just do a couple at a time. You don't have to do the entire degree all at once. So we'll build out a couple of those programs, or sorry, courses with faculty and then and then roll it out. Have a big party. That's the whole idea, right? <laughs> Any launch, you need a big party. Big of event. course. So we'll do that too. So is the goal, or not necessarily for next year, but is the eventual goal is to have programs that are fully online that mm. a student could start and end and get their degree? Okay, so that's a really important distinction. Mm -hmm. There there are courses and there are programs. Mm -hmm. And so, Rayshawn, what you've just said is the most important feature of Augusta University Online. We're not helping with individual courses. We're helping with full degree programs. So in principle, you never have to set foot on campus to be a student in Augusta University Online. You could be anywhere in the country uh, or anywhere in the world, theory, and you can fully complete your degree. So we do have to have that full degree. We can't promise like half a degree, right? Yeah. So you have to, if you're living in California and you have to come here for half your courses, that, that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. So it, there's a distinction between online learning, fully online learning, and what we might call hybrid learning, which is a lot of what actually exists on campus today, which is a mixture of both on-ground and online. So AU Online is going to focus on the fully online stuff. What has been the response from partners and the community around you ah. on rolling out AU Online? Great question. So that's a big part of my job. I mean, as, as we get started, it's sort of building infrastructure. But as we get moving, it's about building those partnerships and those relationships with employers. Just like we talked about before, uh, you got to make sure there's both demand for students and, and demand from employers. So I've been talking with folks at Fort Gordon. We've been talking with, can't tell you who, but some big companies in the region that are employers that want to work with us to build things like micro-credentials, which are smaller portions of a degree that stack or build towards a degree. So that way a student can come in and take a shorter course or a shorter course of study and get a sense of who we are, get a sense of our faculty, build towards something that they're interested in their career, but not necessarily take on that full degree. However, it leads to, this is the important piece, those micro-credentials really have to lead to a degree. Employers are very interested in talking to us about that because they're skill-centric. They allow the employer to identify talent uh, in a quicker way than waiting for someone to complete a full degree. So I'm excited about this. There's a lot we're going to be able to do on the partnership front. Out of all the things that you've mentioned, what would you say is the most exciting that you're personally wanting to see? From AU Online, from, mm-hmm. from, boy, well, number one is the first student to walk across the stage, and they could literally walk across the stage, even if it's a virtual uh, stage, but maybe it's a real one, uh, with a degree from Augusta University that they got through online. I think that's going to be the most exciting part of it. When I think about the innovations that we're going to be creating within AU, has to be a sense of belonging, right? So it's really hard when you're in a social, in a, in a distributed virtual environment to feel like you're connected and you belong. So a big emphasis we're going to have is that student experience, like I mentioned before. So students, hopefully we find an an experience, you know, like no other, but an experience (laughs) where people feel like they belong. Mm -hmm. And I I think if we can get there, those two things, you know, a graduating student plus a sense of belonging 
uh, I think is the most important, exciting thing. Glad how you stuck in our brand tagline. Yeah, there. I figured you'd do it if I didn't. So yeah, that was perfect. Uh, what do you think are some of our biggest challenges from accomplishing that? Oh, well, what I've just described is a change. It's a change in the way we think about learning. It's a change in the way we interact with our students. It's an administrative change. Like I just talked about differences between hybrid and online. It, the, the list of changes that I'm talking about are, are really long. And so the biggest challenge is making people feel uh, excited about that change rather than threatened by that change. Because I think everyone you know feels like, you know, I'm pretty comfortable what I'm doing. You know, I, I, I'd like to do that new thing, Mark, but maybe another time. So, <laughs> so that's probably the biggest challenge, getting people to be excited about and interested in online learning. Well, I'm interested in online learning, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are as well. So thank you so much for being here, for everyone that's listening. I hope you are checking out everything that AU Online will be offering. There will be updates, I'm sure, coming out consistently up until that launch party that we're talking about. Right. I like that idea. Launch party, right? Yeah. That's that's the goal. That'll make everyone want to change, right? Oh, there's a party over here. Exactly. Thank you so much, Dr. Austin. Thank you. Campus Recreation at Augusta University seeks to create an atmosphere conducive to the needs of facility users who value personal health and wellness. We provide opportunities for AU students, faculty, and staff to participate in physical activities that include intramural and club sports, group and instructional fitness classes, personal training, and outdoor adventures. Find out more by visiting our website at augusta.edu campus recreation or our Instagram at AUG underscore Campus Rec. Thanks for listening to In the Wild. If you like what you heard, then give a nice rating and review to this podcast on whatever you use to listen to your podcast. To keep our conversations going, follow In the Wild on Instagram at In the Wild Pod and Augusta University on all social media platforms. Don't forget to follow me, your host, Rayshawn Ricks, at Rayshawn Ricks, to send me questions you want to see answered on the show. Tune in for new episodes every week because we don't want you to miss a single thing that's happening on campus. You can also find out more news at jaguar.augusta.edu. Until then, I'll see y'all next time. Stay wild.